0: This is his first professional basketball game The whole country has waited for You yeah, know, he's a very competitive a plan I'm very competitive player. we going to play for North Carolina
1: Number 45, Michael Jordan <laughs> Michael Jordan
0: is back I don't know how I many I minutes mean, I'm going to get, but uh, whatever it is It'll be special man. And here comes Magic Both teams a little slow in leaving the bench. It's almost like, you know, who's going to be the first in the ring? The wait is over. All eyes are on Orlando, Florida, for this historic NBA restart. 141 days since the last regular season game. Tonight, a season unlike any other, resumes. The NBA on TNT is presented by State Farm. We tip things off with the Utah Hey, Jazz. what's going on? This is Neil Wang coming to you with uh, a long-awaited episode. Uh, basketball is back, and I can't do a basketball episode without my buddy, the Genio James Liao. How are you?
1: Good. I'm very happy to be back chatting more. Not GSW hoops this time around, but just general <laughs> NBA hoops.
0: Yeah, it's so good to be catching basketball again. And, uh, you know, you and I right now are actually catching the last three minutes of this of this Portland-Houston uh, game. It's tied at 100. With- Which is,
1: yeah, this is a very close game right now. Three minutes left. Yeah, yeah.
0: and before we get started uh, talking basketball, and it's conveniently going to a break, um, I-, I think that since we're in the bubble right now, we we need to change up the name of the podcast a little bit. I I, I think uh you know kind of like how I had a social distancing series. Uh, because basketball is a little bit different now, we need to come up with uh with a new name for this uh for this bubble series. And uh, I'm I'm doing this off the fly, James. So th- this is this is completely new. But you have to make a decision for me, okay? I have three names for this podcast series. So okay, the first one is uh. Magic City Chicken Wings. Okay. The second one is T.J. Warren for MVP. No. <laughs> so first
1: of all, that one needs to get corrected to also include Gary Trent Jr. in that. So it's T.J. Warren slash Gary Trent Jr. for <laughs> MVP. Slash Shake okay, Milton. and your third one,
0: <laughs> Shake Milton. Yes, Shake Milton for the third
1: run, third runner up for MVP. <laughs>
0: and the last one uh it has to be a bubble reference so it has to be bubble bubble pop pop bubble bubble pop
1: (laughs) you already know which one i'm going with (laughs) it's gotta be the it's gotta be the bubble bubble pop
0: well there we go we we got a theme song for, for this new podcast series Bubble you should pop. include
1: it as the intro. You should include it as the intro, and oh. then get sued by him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huna's, by using her song,
0: Kiana's gonna come after me and be like, "She <laughs> gonna hey, listen I was, to your podcast? Come after to you, a, bro." A garbage. I was listening basketball. to this
1: goon talk about NBA basketball, and he played my song. <laughs> Speak of the devil, Gary Trent Jr. Baby,
0: what oh, I tell you, I, I am like. Three seconds behind you, um,
1: but come on, Gary Trent Jr.
0: Man, I'm telling you, man,
1: this dude is like Steph
0: Curry right now, dude. You know, it's somebody, ridiculous. <laughs> somebody, and I won't, I won't say who on the pod. You, you don't know him, so. But uh, he is a listener of this pod. Someone did text me the the other day and say, "Am I crazy or is uh, Van Fleet the next Curry?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brad VanVleet, baby, dude, VanVleet's good. Oh yeah, no,
0: no doubt. I mean, that Toronto team is nuts. Won't be, won't be
1: a, won't be a unanimous MVP, but he's good.
0: <laughs> he is good, most certainly. Um, so why don't we start talking this bubble with uh, why some of these seeding game matters and why, uh, why Portland is trying um portland currently sits i think at the ninth seed right now and there's actually a cluster of teams that are going that are fighting for that ninth and eighth seed um james why don't tells tell us why what the significance of that is
1: the yeah i mean there's a cluster of um guys right around eight through about 12 11 Right, so I mean, I, I mean, every team is clumped together at this point, and right. you know, obviously, it matters because of the. There's a new wrinkle they're introducing for the bubble, which is just a play-in game, quote unquote, between the eight and nine seeds. Uh, if the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed, then it will trigger this play-in uh, tournament, uh, and that's likely to be the case now. If, if
0: Most the eighth
1: for the seed Western had a four conference. game four. Pl- yeah, for Western Conference. Now yeah. they had a four-plus game lead, so they have a five-game lead over the ninth seed. They will not trigger the the playing tournament, but in this particular case, most likely going to be the case uh, because every team is clumped right now. The teams are pretty much Memphis at eight, and uh, you know uh, the, the lowest-rated team there was Sacramento, uh, and it's only basically three and a half games back with like six to play, five to six games to play. Yeah, so. Um, you know, it's it's almost gonna trigger to this, and the, the way it works is basically, you know, you're going to have uh, eight and nine play, and then if eight wins, single elimination for uh, uh, the ninth seed, and then you have double elimination for the eighth seed. So you, if you're in the ninth seed, you have to win two games in a row against the eighth seed to advance and become the new eighth seed, uh, oh, while wow. the eighth seed just has to win one game uh, to uh, advance and, and be the uh, the eighth seed. So. Yeah. Nice, uh, interesting wrinkle here.
0: Yeah, and, and I like it. I mean, you know, I, I think the four. Wow, mellow, <laughs> mellow. Um, I, I, I like, I like that. I mean, you know, the four game thing seems kind of excessive, um, I, and I think that was basically a ri- a rule written in so that the pelicans have a chance because really the, the, the only reason why they invited 22 teams to the bubble when it really should be you know like 18 or something was so that they could give zion a chance to to get into the bubble and uh we'll get into him a little bit later but it's not looking like you know the pelicans are going to be he had uh, a good yeah. bounce back game yeah yeah he was okay but i mean like our, our pelicans are yeah. not are not going to be making the uh are not yeah. making the playoffs um, but yeah, I mean, I, are I think I'm re-
1: sure about that.
0: We'll, we'll get we into that. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll sure get that into that. The Pelicans
0: aren't going to, well, I mean, Memphis losing, uh, you know, Memphis losing to them. And, uh, you know, the, I think the Spurs lost one today or yesterday. Oh, yesterday to the Sixers. Um, it opens it up a little bit for them. And I understand that their schedule is going to be a little bit more favorable, uh, but uh, their schedules soft, very soft yeah yeah but you know Portland I mean you know Portland's their competition. Um, Portland is up five with 24 seconds left so it looks like they're gonna be pulling this one out. Portland looks like the better team. I mean I know they have a harder schedule but in terms of talent like Narki is back Zach Collins is back. Um, you know this is the Western Conference. You know, they were in the Western Conference finals last year. This team is no joke, um, except for when they play the Warriors, I guess, because they just always get swept. Um, okay. Yeah, this
1: is, um, it looks like it's, this game's pretty much going to be a wrap here mm-hmm. at this point. Uh, they're down seven with 16 seconds left, and it looks like uh, Portland's going to get the ball. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a lot of it is going to depend on the schedule. And I think that's, really, uh, now, obviously, talent wise, Portland is the, the, uh, um, has the most talent. I mean, they have Gary Trent Jr. So, I mean, right there, that Crown swings him. the, uh, Crown the him boat him. a little bit. Yeah, just put him in the 8th seat right away. Uh, the new MVP of the league, Gary Trent Jr. But they have the most talent, obviously. But look at look at the remaining games that they have. Denver, Clippers, Sixers. So three of those teams, like those two teams, the next two games they could potentially lose yeah right i mean they're that they're, there's a chance that they're going to lose some of those games and then you know philly so philly's up and down so they might be able to get that and dallas they're probably that might be a toss-up game like they're probably about as good as dallas maybe a little bit better so it's a toss-up game yeah. you know and then uh brooklyn last one that'll be the only one that they have a really good chance where they're favored you know otherwise all the other games it's like it's either a toss-up or they're like underdogs like it's just mm-hmm. I don't know how many more games they can actually win because they they got to make up ground on on uh, Memphis now. Memphis is probably gonna drop. Their, their schedule is even tougher.
0: Yeah. So well, I mean, think um, about it this way though: Portland doesn't need to make up ground on Memphis, right? They just need to hold on to that ninth seed and you know get into that play-in tournament. Um, that's I, true. That's true. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. The, the bigger question yeah. is, you know, that does does New Orleans have the means to catch up? You know. Uh, and actually, my third idea was originally going to be minutes restrictions for Zion. Was going to be my 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 third uh, podcast title, but I think I think Bubble Pop is, uh, is <sighs> too good. Is, is a better is too good. Too to too much up. of a classic. Yeah yeah. Oh Carmelo, um,
1: this game's over. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think Zion. You know, looking like he's going to be playing twenty twenty plus minutes now. Um, the the thing is that you know they're 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 still so young, right? They don't have any proven players that they can really grind this out. And you know that like mm-hmm. Drew Holiday is probably they're like kind of the their, I don't want to say he's the best player, but he is the leader of that team because he's probably the most yeah he's the best yeah. Um, you know you rely heavily on Brennan Ingram who tends to sputter at ends of games. Uh, you know Lonzo who I think is good, but um. You know, he's he's still a b- young of,
1: players for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And you know, when when push comes to shove, you know, when you're when basically these last six games are essentially a playoff. Um, is a playoff scenario. You know, we'll see how they do. I mean, they've beaten you know just a Memphis game and what what I would consider a, a you know a do or die game. But you know, can they can they maintain that momentum? Um, you know, a lot went wrong for the Grizzlies during that game. You know, John Moran was, uh, was horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, he's been horrible. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I just wasn't really. Su- I haven't been impressed with the Pelicans, and I don't, I don't see them. You know, oh, they're showing the the standings now. I mean, they have to the two and a half games, so they have to make up a game against Portland, and I don't think they hold the tiebreaker over Portland either. Um so yeah i mean it, it'll be interesting it, it i guess it is a lot closer than uh than i thought and you know the schedules are interesting because home court advantage doesn't matter anymore in the bubble no, so it doesn't matter at all some yeah. teams might just mail it in like you mentioned dallas i don't think dallas is going to try to get up to the seed. there's no point especially if they have a bunch of players that are um injury prone specifically uh uh, specifically, um, Christopher Ingus, and I think Luke, Luca had some injuries uh, earlier this year, right?
1: Yeah, I mean the other thing is you'll notice that
0: you know there's going to be an,
1: an uneven number of games also between certain teams because when when we stopped playing, like you know it was you know a, a you know different teams had different number of games played, so you're going to have these inconsistent records, and they're going to go by win percentage, mm-hmm. so. Like a team like Dallas, which is only which is four back in the loss column to (laughs) OKC, even though in the games back it's actually only two games, but you're four in the loss column, so your win percentage is gonna be way lower significantly. So it's like just yeah, you're 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 absolutely right on Dallas. Like they're not gonna try to make any run at the sixth seed. It doesn't make any sense. They're way behind and there's too many, yeah, injury possibilities and they don't wanna have a injured KP or, or Luka going into the, the playoffs, like, that they, they definitely don't want that. So, right. I agree. I think they're set in seven And mm-hmm. it's really, you know, is Memphis going to do enough to hold off people? Because I think they're going to drop the ninth, Memphis, most likely. Losing Jaron Jackson, like, they're mm-hmm. most likely going to at least drop the ninth, maybe further. But, like, they're hoping that they can hang on to the ninth, you know, and then that would mean, like, Portland versus Memphis or something like that. But you know, in an ideal scenario, I think for NBA and viewership and everything like that, they obviously they want the Blazers and Pelicans. and Pelicans in the uh, in yeah. the playing games, obviously. So which so that would be that would be like Blazers in eighth and Pelicans in ninth. But that would also mean Memphis has to drop uh, below them. And boy, you, you look at some of these meetings: OKC, Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee. But you know, some of those games near the end, those teams may just be, like, calling it quits like Milwaukee. Like, they're not going to be playing that last game. So,
0: yeah. Milwaukee you know, they might have a chance to,
1: like, steal some of those.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're already mailing it in. So, they just need, like, one more to lock in the first one seed, and then they're just like, whatever. So, you know, <laughs> that last final game against Milwaukee for, for um, Grids, like, it's probably not going to matter. They're just probably going to cruise to a win. So, I mean, it's a toss-up, but, like, you know, they just... Without Jaron Jackson, I mean, what do? What do they really have? a lot of Grayson Allen, a lot of hey, Dylan Allen's Brooks. Like, I mean, yeah, like, you, you give him like maybe another twenty minutes, and then he's probably gonna like punch somebody in the face, like no, or
0: no, Grayson Allen you takes know, basically ankles. injure somebody. He, he's an ankle oh, excuse, breaker. He's a literal ankle. He's breaker. the ankle
1: breaker. <laughs> yeah, the classic sense ankle breaker, not the basketball sense, but the uh, Nancy Kerrigan, <laughs> Harding type of shit. Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, throw back to throw back to the nineteen nineties, I, I wanna say. Like, throw back to the
1: nineties, yeah. But dude <laughs> how many of those Grayson Allen stories are are out there of like legitimately just trying to hurt people? Like dude's dude's a freaking like just a thug. <laughs> When he's playing defense, dude, I know. think
0: the last episode you were talking about this too, with like about like JJ Redick or something. Like you're just like sweeping generalization. Duke guys, Duke guys are just thugs out there to out there to hurt people. <laughs> <laughs> no, J-
1: Grayson Allen for sure. Oh, JJ okay. was just hated back at Duke. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: Grayson for sure. There's you can find yeah. compilations oh, yeah, yeah. of him just on YouTube, just like basically kind of like hurt people. Like yeah. the dude is just like that's different. um you know but i mean yeah both white guys from
0: duke so what can i say say, lump them all in the same category white guy from duke yeah Yeah. (laughs) throw mike dunleavy (laughs) in there oh no you were talking about Dunleavy. Um, i think that's who you're Mike funleavy jr yeah you were saying that guy.
1: (laughs) oh yeah mike dunleavy was he was another guy who just didn't give a crap dude he's just yeah he's just like without like you know yeah, whatever. I don't know why we talked about Mike Dunleavy last time,
0: dude. No, it's, I don't it's, even know we had the We done. Believe, uh, the We Believe rewatch oh, party. We, we Yeah. About, uh, <laughs> old players,
1: so. Mike Dunleavy Jr. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, like you know, path is gonna be pretty tough. But mm-hmm. I think you know if if they catch some of these teams that are gonna be end up resting, like they they'll probably hang on to like nine seed or something. So yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean, regardless, it, it should make for a, a pretty good finish. And you know, it really the only other team, the only teams that really can be counted out now, I think, are the Wizards. Wizards have looked like shit, and I, I don't think the Kings have looked very good either. But they're um, shocking
1: they, they have no Davis Bertans, no freaking Bradley, Brad Deal, Like yeah. this, literally, like yeah, it's really. I mean, you can't even name Re Rehachimora. What else? It's you only know—I only know him because he's the Asian guy, the half
0: Asian guy. <laughs> you know ish smith and then it's uh, just
1: like, ish Smith is
0: on that team wow <laughs> yeah uh, he is no. wow yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Jer- journeyman ish smith troy
1: oh troy brown jr <laughs> getting a lot of minutes troy brown jr <laughs> you know thomas not, bryant
0: there's oh, yeah. a lot of people in the bubble who i'm like yeah like nets roster same thing it's like who who the hell are these people um but you know that that's that's you know a product of the bubble, right? You know, certain people wanted to be safe, and uh, I think we'll get into this later. But a good amount of people dropped out for good reason, and you know that what's left are a bunch of dudes that got signed that we've never heard of before. Um, it's crazy.
1: Look at look at if you pull up their roster, you're just like Bradley Beal, Davis Bertans, Isaac Bonga, Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant, Jerry and Grant, Rui Hachimura, Jan Mahimney. Okay. Garrison Matthews, who? Shabazz Napier, that's still in the league <laughs> Eastern European name that I can't pronounce. Gary Payton II, Jerome Robinson, oh, Admiral Schofield, oh yeah.
0: What? Ed Smith, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> go throw back that's to, what the, I'm saying, uh, to, to the G League. Uh... What was it? What do they call when, like, you know, you finish like, you, like the NBA, the NBA 2K20 season, and then it's the next season? Um, so automated draft players for the for the new season.
1: Oh yeah, like the the, the NBA 2K like names, auto-generated yeah. <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah. Admiral Schofield doesn't know.
0: <laughs> Dick Smith, cool. Mo Wagner, you know. Oh, Mo Wagner. Hey, he's a player I've heard of too. Um but yeah the Suns I going to thinking for the Suns cuz the Suns are three and 0 in the bubble and uh, Booker hit hit a, a very tough shot to beat the the beat the Clippers earlier today. So uh don't don't cut them, don't count them out yet. They're uh you know they, what, what did we call them Booker and the Deon uh No, poor man's it was a Rick, oh, Rick Rubio Oh, Rubio Rubio and in Ayton. Yeah. A poor man's lob city. Um Yeah. What was it like Lob, 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 lob Village is that what we call it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, lob that's what we effect. called it, like lob. Yeah, lo- lo- Whatever is the smaller that lob town or whatever. Like you know, <laughs> that is. <laughs> I mean, they've been playing well. Booker's lights out, you know. Yeah. And then you know everybody else has been, you know. I can't believe they're three and zero. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I mean, it's not like they've had like easy games. You know they they, they had this they this, they, they just beat the Clippers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, you know, what's exciting is that, like, I think that four-a-game um, window kind of opens it up for a team like the Suns to catch fire, right? Uh, yeah,
1: Suns get into ninth seed and have a play-in. They have Indiana. Uh-oh. Next game is Indiana.
0: T.J. Warren. <laughs> T.J. Warren. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Versus the Suns, his ex-team that traded oh, him for cash considerations.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cash considerations wins every time, except when you're trading T.J. <laughs> yeah,
1: <one>, I guess. <laughs> yeah, except when it's CJ Warren, then you're trading the MVP for uh, cash consideration. That's a bad trade right there, right from the get-go. <laughs> but yeah, do they have Indiana, Miami, Oklahoma, Philadelphia, and then Dallas?
0: So. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, some of those teams might mail it in. I mean, you know, uh, Philly, like, I, I think... Dallas Philly, might
1: be mailing in in that last oh, game, yeah, too. Because yeah, if they have the 7th seed locked up, yeah, they're not going to play. Yeah. They're going to play Luka and KP very lightly. Uh, Philly, if, if they have the seeding set, might be mailing in in. OKC, it's like maybe yeah, they might move up a little bit like, they know, have a chance know. right
0: I mean why even try though we might as well just stay down there like because if you move up to five then you're then you're playing the Lakers in that uh in that second round though in people, the second round right? though people say like that's a team that could get the Lakers fits because Lakers have no guard defense and you know maybe maybe yes. we'll, we'll transition they have three over. guard lineup yeah yeah we'll, we'll transition over to uh the contenders, I mean, uh, Lakers and Clippers. I mean, I, I really see those two as the only real contenders on, out of the Western Conference. Um, I don't, I don't see any team beating them in a in a seven game series. Uh, if you want to throw out another team name out there, I'm I'm willing to hear it, but um, not not
1: buying the Houston hype.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, and you and I talked about this before the break. I mean, th- those guys are just going to be worn down by the small ball. Like, yeah. I- I'm not surprised that they started out 3-0 because they had five months off to – was it – yeah, five months? Four months. Four and a half months Four off. months, yeah. Yeah, like to, to rec- recuperate their bodies. Yeah, of course they can, you know, survive the first two or three games, you know, but – but the the concerns always been, you know, what's the long game, right? How how can you roll out a six foot seven center and a PJ Tucker and expect to win games? Like yeah, PJ if... Tucker
1: and Robert Covington.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and your boy Jeff Green.
1: <laughs> Jeff Green <laughs> having pretty solid bubble so far though. Jeff Green. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, again, see so, previous argument. Three games in, like you know, running gun team. They have the legs. It's just I, that's not gonna last. Um, okay, they're showing the West Conference standings. Like Utah looks like shit. Um, Dallas, I don't see. They're not gonna do good. any damage. Yeah. Yeah. Like OGC is interesting, just because they they were the best team since November, um, or since late November or something. The record has been the best team, the best in the NBA, which is crazy. Um, and we will see but you know the, the lakers clippers like they're they're just in a league above everybody else talent wise that i you know as good of a coach as you know Donovan has been this year it, it's you know how, how do you how do you handle anthony davis right who, who do you have to guard lebron um like i think the lakers can survive you know chris paul dennis Schroeder, and uh, uh alexander um you know, they, they could give up that matchup if that means that, you know, like, OKC can't guard LeBron. Like, I would I would take that trade if I was the Lakers any day.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 of course. But, like, you know, OKC, if, if Roverson could in, come in and give him 15, 20 minutes on LeBron, like, he's exactly <laughs> the kind of guy that you want to guard LeBron, well, you know? So it's like, you know, I mean, does he still have it? You know, after not playing for a year and a half, like, who knows? But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like, you know, it's another guy you could throw out there for maybe, you know, just plug some minutes against LeBron. You know, it's like a a capable defender, you know, that
0: can. Yeah, because if it's not him, it's Gallo. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that that that'd be a problem. Um and maybe that's what you do. You let LeBron get his thirty and forty and you, you keep Anthony Davis down to, you know, twenty, twenty five and you know, and then just let, let Dion Waiters beat you. Or Kuzma.
1: Dion Waiters, baby. <laughs> um The other thing is like I think from a you know what I'm more interested in seeing is like in against if OKC ends up playing against Houston I think that's the one that is Ooh. like just from a storyline perspective would be the most fun you know cuz you you have CP3 going against them Russ going back you know going yeah. not going back in this case but playing against OKC like you know it's like this is it's like if if they can get into like a 3-6 matchup or like a 4-5 like that would be insane like utah draft drop, drops to six or something right and then mm-hmm. okc moves up to five like you know
0: i would love to see that that's what uh, i'm
1: that's what i'm hoping for
0: yeah you know? i i hate cp3 and i hate the rockets so I i don't know who i'd root for i'd probably root for okc though i think uh, I, can, I can't stand <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: i can't i can't there's, stand there's no, <laughs> there's no winning
0: for us there's no winning for us we hate Houston,
1: but we also hate CP3. So it's like, what the fuck do I do? Um,
0: yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, it, it'll it'll make for great basketball, regardless. Um, who do you have, Lakers or Clippers?
1: Coming out of the West, or just yeah, in general. Uh, um, i i had picked I had picked Clippers, um, so I'm probably going to stick to it. But I actually think I actually have the Bucks. Um. Winning it Being all. able to, uh, yeah, Ooh. take the bubble. Well, I'm I'm pulling for the Bucks
0: too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, me, me too. But uh, you know, like watching the Bucks, and I guess we'll jump over the Eastern Conference now. Like Middleton needs to step up, man. Middleton, Middleton is, Middleton's not not consistent enough. Um, yeah, like I every time he so far ball, at least. Yeah, I, I kind of hold my breath every time he he. You know, every, every time he makes a play, every time he shoots it, it's always like it's kind of a fadeaway. It, it doesn't seem like he's on balance. I mean, you know, it, his and granted, you know, I don't watch a heck of a lot of Bucks basketball, and usually when I watch it, it's just watch Giannis punk on people. But, yeah, I mean, Giannis needs help, especially since he's not a great shooter. And, you know, you you can only, uh, you, you know, collapse the lane so many times before... Uh, before i think people will will catch on and you know when when it comes to the playoffs and you're battling the better teams like that's that that's what's going to happen in a seven game series i mean they i I forget who they played in the playoffs last year some shit team in the beginning like orlando or something and then they played celtics who were crap and that was like Kyrie like tried to guard Giannis or something ridiculous yeah that Um, was a
1: couple of times he tried to like yeah
0: yeah, and then they, they just go. like you know against this, against Toronto, um, you know, and granted Toronto had Kawhi, but they lost in six. You know, it started they started with a two game winning streak, and then they just dropped four straight, I believe. So I I don't know. I, I feel like it's uh they're a uh they're a team that can be figured out, and you know for the for the benefit of our our prediction and for the benefit of my Giannis Antetokounmpo jersey, um I I hope they win. I just don't. I don't see. Yeah. It though. I, I I don't the, think it's super likely.
1: Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good teams out west too. The top is good, so it's like, you know, oh, and last year they they swept Detroit in round one, and then they beat Boston four one, um, yeah. in the second round, and then they lost four two to the Raptors, and you know the classic, uh, you know when you have a really good defensive team like the Raptors. They're going to figure out how to defend Giannis, and they have the bodies, and they have the discipline, and Nick Nurse and their defensive uh, system, like, what they've already installed, it's like, dude, they can come up with game plans and implement it, and act, they actually have the personnel to, like, implement a, a defensive scheme against Giannis's drives, you know, which is what they were doing last year. They were just walling him off, uh, making him pass, and uh, not letting him dominate inside the paint. Uh, and making him give it up. And it's just like, yeah, we're going to make other guys start beat. Like, George Hill made a bunch of threes, but they're just like, that's not going to win you any games. You mm-hmm. know? It's like, George Hill was like getting all these open jumpers and stuff. And it's like, yeah. It's like, this is what happens. Like, you know, the, he gets taken out of the game with a really good defensive team like the Raptors. So if if they end up facing like the Raptors again, like, <laughs> yeah, they're in trouble. <laughs> they're they're, they're going to give him some trouble for sure. Yeah. Is so that, it's just they have too many long bodies.
0: Yeah, I, you know, and I hadn't looked at the roster in a while, but like, who did they have? They had, uh, they have Siaka, who's awesome, uh, Serge Ibaka, Gasol still there. Um, do they have a? Um, Van Fleet. Yeah, MVP uh, Steph Curry 2.0. Uh, yeah. Fred <laughs> Van, Van Fleet. Fleet. Yeah. <laughs> Quinn Cook Killer Van Fleet. That's what I call him uh who who do they have um oh uh, OG Ananobi I, I Yeah, OG one Ananobi, I like, yeah. Yeah, he's good. And then they have a like Norm Powell I think is Yeah, Norm yeah, Powell, yeah. He's a wing guy, good defender. Um yeah, I mean they just they just have such a good roster that I you know, the more I think about it, the more I'm scared of them and Nick Nurse great coach. Uh I, yeah. I might actually look into buying one of his box in 1 um sweaters or or uh t-shirts uh i think it's
1: <laughs> oh he has a, he's, he has them for sale or
0: what yeah yeah so he he um he's raising money for some foundation and i'm sure it's a good it's a good cause i forget exactly what it was but but they, um, that's what he's so nice yeah yeah he's start selling like hoodies and i think t-shirts that say box one um it, it doesn't show it didn't show a picture of steph curry on it <laughs> 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 but uh but i think everybody knows that reference um what are your thoughts on the bubble itself? I mean, I I, I think maybe from a from a, a product standpoint, are you are you thrilled with what you see? I think it's
1: been really good. Yeah. To be honest, you know, I thought it's I think it's been working out really well. Like, you know, you don't really watching at home for us, it doesn't really feel that much different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there's no fans, but like, you know, I the shots are the same like i'm just like i don't really care if there's fucking led screens with the fans like i don't care yeah i get to watch the game right yeah. from a you know us as fans at home being able to experience it i i feel pretty much the same when i'm watching it so i think that's a good job at that sense you know you don't feel like you're you know it's it's too dramatically different i like the injected crowd noise i like the uh you know that they're playing the same uh kind of stuff they would chance. play yeah, yeah chants and stuff and then also just like you know the announcers like announcing a made basket just like they would during a regular game
0: like do, you know. do they use the same voices like would, would they did they pre-record all of the announcers from the home arenas saying like people's names
1: i don't know actually i'm not yeah. really sure but yeah you you hear it though yeah, oh, during yeah the yeah. game yeah yeah it's That's just like somebody scores a point and it's just like Fred Van Vliet or whatever, the, the, you know, the in-person in, in, uh, announcer, in-stadium mm. announcer. So, yeah, I don't know if it's pre-recorded or whatever, but it just at least gives you the same the feeling way. for the players, you know?
0: You know uh, – the first time that like, and, and I agree with you on everything except for the 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 sound thing. I think today, in watching the Portland game today, was the first time that I was like, I think the sound is a little off. Like when Portland was scoring, there wasn't as much of a cheer that that I you know that I I, I felt like yeah, I normal fans games. would. Yeah, what, yeah. Even compared to the other games I've seen in the bubble, so I don't know if. The cheering is directly correlated to the quote-unquote online fan cheering button because there is one that yeah. I've seen um, when you open up the NBA app. So maybe just the Portland fans aren't aren't watching it for whatever reason or are not clicking that, that cheer button enough. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think that's the only small gripe I I have. But, you know, as you say, I I think it's great. You know, I think it's exactly like it it was, you know, when I was like uh, how it's been for the past, you know, six years when I haven't been able to go to real basketball games. So I'm not complaining. And, you know, honestly, like it's kind of fucked up for me to say it, but um, nothing pisses me off more than like looking at Warrior fans. (laughs) like all the bandwagoners that are in the stands and like you you just know when you're watching the playoffs and in the show shots of the warrior quote-unquote fans in the stands it's like okay yeah right like that person was not a fan like, like bro, yeah exactly this yeah. this tech
1: bro over here exactly. just
0: you know he
1: found out and it's like oh look like this guy just found out about the warriors like two months ago and then now is showing up to the games because he has a gang of cash yeah. you know and it's just like that's just the but, I mean, hey, that's that's what happens. I mean, it happened in in uh, L.A. with the Lakers. You yeah. know, it's like he's looking. It's just like these douche dudes everywhere who just have money and can get courtside seats and shit. So just like, you know, tell them the name, who, who was a player on the team three years ago. They couldn't even tell you. Oh, LeBron hasn't played on the team for the last 15 years? Oh, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> stupid yeah. shit like that
0: but I I do feel like when I'm watching now that it's um, like, I'm kind of like part of the Illuminati or something because like the games really do feel super intimate, right? Doesn't it feel like we're watching kind of like a private session Um, or, you know, one thing I got to say is it's super cool to hear the players cheering because that's the only like actual cheering. Yeah. The legitimate cheering that you hear. And like, that's when you can see how, how pumped up people are for, for their teammates. So I, I've, definitely appreciated that. Um, I, I think you know uh, Bill Simmons was talking about this the other day, but the the courtside fans and courtside cameramen not being there. I, I think players are a little more willing to go all out, um, sacrifice their bodies uh, for the team. drives and stuff, right? Yeah, 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 a la Joe Bluth. Um, like people, <laughs> Joe people really like you know go, like die for those out of bounds balls, or you know they're just taking into the rack just a little bit harder because they know they're not going to slam into you know, a, a fan or a cameraman. Um, so I, I think that all of that's just been awesome to see. Um, a, anything else in terms of the actual product that that you were surprised about that, you, um, that you've that you been happy with?
1: No, I think everything's been, you know, like they've been doing a good job with, you know, the testing. Everyone's been still negative, like quarantining, like, sticking to the fact that keeping guys quarantined and stuff like that so mm-hmm. they've been they've been doing good it's just funny to watch like other sports kind of like start failing right away like you know baseball's already like oh my God. shaky and stuff you know <laughs> yeah so I... it's like nba it's a great example of just being able to at least do it right and keep the product very similar you know yeah so i think it's worked out
0: i by the way this nike commercial i don't know if you're still watching it but the, the nike split screen commercial
1: oh it's is, fantastic yeah,
0: yeah that is is fantastic. very very cool um yeah the uh yeah i i think yeah, basketball inherently I, I think was um way safer easier in the, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah compared to you know football and uh, well football who knows what kind of baseball because there's so many games there's so many people on each team yeah people um, is the big thing yeah, and the traveling, and, like, you know, they, they like their quote-unquote bubble rules, like, it seemed like it was just, like, like you might as well just, like, it's, like, what you tell, like, school kids, like, to do. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, yeah, it's, hey, like, uh...
1: don't, don't go outside, you know, yeah. we, what's going to happen? Oh, nothing, you know, we'll just, uh, just don't go outside. <laughs> okay, bro, like, Jesus.
0: Like, <laughs> we're we're like going go to this... thing. We're gonna go to this, we're going to go to this island. Yeah. Twelve of us are gonna get COVID. Um <laughs> it, it's it's crazy that uh how uh, how unclear, how lax all of those like all the rules seemed and you know, I and you know, for 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 fans of baseball I really hope that they get their season, but I just I just don't see it happening. Um Yeah, football, football
1: same thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah. 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 Who knows? I mean, maybe, you know, maybe football's one of those things that it's just like, oh, somebody gets COVID, send them away, you know, find, pull someone off the uh, the practice squad, you know, just because football teams are so big, right?
1: That's what I'm It's even bigger than baseball teams. So I mean, yeah. we're talking, what, like 60 people, just players, and then yeah. hella assistant coaches, hella trainers, like, you know, they're, they're traveling like 100 plus deep everywhere, mm-hmm. you know? and that's without all the other personnel it's like nba you know you you have like 355 players total and then you have you know maybe less than 1000 people there overall in the bubble probably mm-hmm. you know yeah. you, there's a limit on them who can bring and then it's like football teams are so huge yeah just the but, number of people they're going to bring it's three times the nba yeah. yeah. I, well,
0: I think the football thing also is that you need so much time in between games for body to recover. Right. So yeah. that you can't put people yeah. into a bubble. Um, yeah. You, you know, if, if I mean, really, if it were up to me, I would say like shorten the season a lot, have um, a lot more, uh, whatchamacallit, um, like uh, bye weeks, um, maybe start playing yeah. games on Tuesday, Wednesday nights or something so that there's like a week and a half in between games so that people can kind of just come in and out of the bubble. Hopefully by the time that, you know, the, the NFL season starts, you can get results, you know, within a day or two days so that people can, yeah. you know, play the game on Sunday, go home, um, just spend a couple of days at home, then re- return to the bubble on a Wednesday, get tested, get the positive, or I mean, get the negative test on Thursday, practice, you know, prepare for the game, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I mean it, it it'll be interesting to see how how it all shakes out but uh again, you know, I I I I don't want to see any of these seasons end, but uh, it it's really looking looking that way, which baseball you know, is the one that is suspect, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um which again, kudos to the NBA and I think what Adam Silver did was uh, was incredible, uh, you know, maintaining the discipline. And, you know, Lou Williams, great example. Like, a dude who broke the fucking rules probably didn't, you know, expose – like, probably didn't come back with any symptoms. But, hey, you know, 10 days – 10 you, days, that's 10 it. 10-day quarantine, yeah. right? And uh, you need to pay the consequences for, you know, all the people – like, you and your team need to pay for all the consequences because there's so much – Writing on you know, at
1: risk yeah exactly yeah.
0: which is like it's so disappointing like especially since lou williams is like you know a guy he just left. wanted wings bro
1: i just you, i mean can you blame the man for wanting some wings can we I mean, he obviously
0: delivered? do you think we can get anything <laughs> delivered <laughs> i now yeah. i'm really curious or you know what, what when when travel opens up again we have to go to atlanta
1: yeah, now, uh, now we have to go to
0: ATL and eat there,
1: basically, right?
0: Yep, yeah, exactly, exactly. I think um, me, you, the the rest of the EWB family—I uh, I mean, excuse me—the rest of the Bubble Pop family—we'll have to—we'll have to go to Atlanta and we'll we'll watch a little bit of Trey Young and eat some wings. Uh, you gonna bring and, your kid? Fuck like,
1: yeah, I'll maybe he likes
0: wings. Yeah, yeah, WB maybe
1: maybe Davis. Davis, maybe he likes wings at a very young age. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: but that's, definitely not that's Ubus. one
1: thing that you can find out yeah <laughs> we can put that to the test when we go to atl there you
0: go we we got it we got yeah, i'm sure
1: you, i'm sure michelle will love it it's oh, a great it idea be.
0: it's a fantastic idea uh she's she, in she's in too yeah she wants so she actually heard about it and she you know uh, we, we did talk about trying to wing sometimes so I, I think she'd be willing i think she'd be willing to go i mean um like I think most listeners know that I I live right next to a strip club and uh, Stormy Daniels actually was here uh 2 years hey. ago. Yeah, right like right in the heart like right during the kind of peak of all the discussions The blow about up her with her, and, yeah. Yeah. and Trump, right? So Michelle was actually like hey, let's go let's go, check it, go out. check it out. <laughs> yeah, cuz cuz we haven't been in that strip club yet. Um and she like she was like, "Ah, you know, this would be a good opportunity to kind of see what uh what it's like and see what kind of riffraff hang out there um but uh, i think we were actually i think that was the weekend you got married so we weren't oh. able to, we weren't able to see stormy daniels unfortunately good yeah.
1: that's yeah. an unfortunate thing that you had to miss that because of my wedding that's... yeah
0: yeah so, so you know every time you think about you know what kind of friends we are just just remember that we could have seen stormy daniels
1: <laughs> you
0: you guys passed on stormy daniels <laughs> For my wedding, exactly. appreciate that. <laughs> um, just to wrap this up, I think uh, as as credible uh, sports reporters, I think we we should touch on the you know the, the political activism standpoint of the bubble. Um, I, I I think it's awesome that you know what they're doing. Um, I, I think the kneeling the shirts uh, is a really cool uh, sign of unity. Don't love the jerseys. Uh, like I think it's it's a little bit over the top, uh, but um, one thing I, I got to say is I really like how the NBA, you know, they basically have the platform for all sports right now, right? Because with baseball kind of failing and you know, an NFL season in question, and who, who gives a shit about hockey? Um, a lot of people are watching the va- you know, a lot of people are watching basketball, and yeah. they could have. Um, caved to you know a a a different demographic who because they can't be watching baseball or or football anymore you know come over to the nba right and this was an opportunity for the nba to capitalize on that market but they chose the stance to double down on what you know their players and their organizations believe in which you know even though for us we might not understand it um could very easily drive a lot of uh a lot of people away um so i i think it's it's cool that you know the nba was willing to do that uh fun fact you know adam silver is actually a really good friend of uh, jared kushner i i didn't know this um oh, yeah. yeah so they were saying and i forget which podcast this was I it might have been timmy k um, they were saying that Adam Silver uh, has been a little bit more quiet about the Black Lives Matter stuff, um, which was a little surprising because of you know, things in the past, what he stood for, and people were con- – you know conspiracy theories were out there um, that it was possible that he would have to – he may have been planning on asking Trump for a bailout. For the mm. for the NBA. So which, which is why he was a little bit more like lay low. Like,
1: yeah. Like, yeah, like exactly. yeah.
0: Exactly. So that, that's the theory on that. So um, but but it's again it's good to see that they were that they were you know they, they took the stand and you know there's a collective bargaining agreement uh, to kind of incorporate these sort of um the, these sort of uh, I don't I don't know if you really call them protests anymore, but these demonstrations as part of the uh, as part of the season, I think it, it's worked out well.
1: Yeah, I mean I agree. It's uh, the only thing is I is, you know the jerseys is a little weird because I think the what what for me what was kind of like dumb about it was the fact that you had to get from a list of pre-approved names. That you could put on your. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, what's the point of that? And it's just like, people want to. You telling people about all this, like, you know, being able to deliver a message and stuff, and people want to put their own message out there. And then you're like, nah, education reform, okay? (laughs)
0: Like, you know, it's like. Vote, yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's just like. Let people do, submit what they want to put, and then you tell them if it's okay or not. I would have been more okay with that instead of. Because some of us, yeah, I mean I, I just, you know, I, I don't mind the jerseys, but it's just I thought it could have been handled a little bit differently rather than just being like, oh, here's a list of 30 names that you can choose from. And you have a bunch of people with like the same messages and stuff. And then it kind of loses that uniqueness yeah. that, you know, people want to get. So it sucks. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, that one's like for me, it's like very minor. It's like whatever, mm-hmm. you know, it's like get a message out there. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just think they could have handled it a little bit yeah. differently.
0: Yeah, and, and you know what's weird is that um, I know the WBA, NBA players were allowed to actually put names on their jerseys. I think they all put uh, yeah, not all of them. But they put Brianna Taylor uh, as, as yeah. some of their names. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. just
1: let them put whatever, right?
0: It's like yeah. all lives matter. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> oh, all lives matter. Put the have all those guys put that on there. <laughs> <and> Maga. <laughs> Maga baby when they're no, entering I, I, the uh, getting on the court wearing a red hat you know?
0: <laughs> i apologize to all my listeners who are mega supporters <laughs> mega
1: supporters sorry yeah
0: yeah they're listening to this podcast along with H- uh, huna um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, james so good to have you on again so good to to be able to do another episode with you uh, look forward to a couple more discussions with you throughout the bubble. Uh, probably next time we'll check in, we'll be at the start of the playoffs. So, August August 17th. Go Warriors. Go <laughs> Warriors. Yeah, we, not <laughs> much to talk about those dudes. But, yeah. uh, Go Warriors. I'm, t- I'm trying to think, what, has there been anything interesting that's come out from this? Side? No, of
1: course
0: not, you know. Yeah. yeah. Of course uh, not. But we, we should work in a, you know, as this... Tournament uh, evolves, and as we get more information about next season, um, we, we should check back in and talk about you know what to do with that trade exception. Uh, the the two hundred fifty million dollar Goldman Sachs thing is actually really interesting, and that's probably something we can we can chat about next time.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'm more curious about how we could get a cash injection from <laughs> Goldman Sachs. What needs to be done
0: <laughs> for, for us this, for, to this get this pod,
1: for this podcast? Yeah, uh, for yeah for uh, the Hiona. A, uh, bubble pop podcast to uh
0: <laughs> how to get we tra- the
1: 250 mil injection how about, we,
0: how about we trade away one of our podcasters for tra- cash considerations uh, how um, dare you do that to jeff lou i <laughs> would not not gonna have
1: you do that to him
0: <laughs> he has a kid now he's worthless yeah <laughs> he hasn't been on this pod for seven months now <laughs> just kidding <laughs> the shout out to Jeff Lou and his uh, and his lovely daughter Emily and um and uh, Leslie. Uh, that's it's so, it's so cool to have another addition to the WB family and uh, look forward to many more. Not looking at you, James. No pressure, James. We hang
1: up. We down here.
0: <laughs> we down here now.